Hello and welcome to Solo BG Podcast. This is episode number 58. And like always, well, my name is Derek. And I'm here in a very, uh, very special, but also very strange episode of Solo BG Podcast. Before we start, like always, this is a, a show or a podcast where we talk about board games, but particularly in games that you can play solo or cooperative. That's right, games that you can play by yourself. And going to this part that I like, I always do with this intro- introduction, probably we are in the most important time to... Uh, <laughs> To, you know, to uh, develop this hobby better, to show this hobby to everybody else through social media mainly. And the world, you know, is being changing a lot recently, as you know, my friend on the other side of the speaker uh, with this uh, COVID-19 or coronavirus, most most, uh, common name, I guess. And, you know, it's been crazy. It's been, unfortunately, especially for a lot of countries in Europe, uh, a lot of my friends that they listen to the show in Italy, uh, in Australia, in England, in Germany, in France, wherever you are over there in those regions. Well, you know, <clears throat> my heart is, is with you. And of course, uh, you know, we share the passion of this hobby. We share the the joy for this uh uh, you know, content creation, media around you. It could be YouTube or, or, or audio like podcasts like we're doing right now. And to all of you that are listening right now, you know, thank you, first of all, for listening. But also all my strength and all my thoughts are, are with you. Right now, I mean, I don't need to say it. We all are very aware. But it's very difficult for a lot of people, especially, you know, in, in, in places in countries like Italy, um, so it's, it's, it's difficult right now it's, and it's difficult to talk about this because there's a lot of mis, uh, misconceptions or miscommunications, especially in social media. And it's, it's just a very different, a very different and unique thing that we are living right now. Now where I am, which is in Indianapolis, Indiana and in the United States of America, things are getting more drastic every time, every, every time, you know, every hour it's something new numbers change statistically they change as you probably most of you know if you've been following uh my previous episodes sometimes i talk about my background or what do i do for a living and i work in healthcare uh, more specifically in the cardiology department that's what i do for a living and um it's it's getting it's unfortunately numbers are increasing and we're trying to do a you know, measurements or, uh, you know, the things to stop the spreads of this, uh, the spread of this virus. But unfortunately, it's, it's still going on, right? And the worst part is that it seems that, you know, that this can keep growing. Now, I'm not trying to, of course, I was saying earlier, I'm not trying to put more panic out there, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm sharing with you the facts. And uh, we need to be prepared. The important thing is we need to be prepared. And as a human being, our our foundation is it's it's in love, it's in share, and it's in doing the right thing, right? So, um, you know, I think this is an important that important thing that I wanted to share with you. Uh, first of all, to stay safe. Uh, second, to take care of the of your surroundings. With that being said, you know, following the recommendations of the of the health organization, especially the the World Wide Health Organization. Um, to follow that instructions of being, you know, in knowing uh, crowded places, um, 
try to uh, have, you know, just stay at home with your family members. This is a good time. That's why I mentioned at the beginning of the show to start play solo board games or, you know, a two player game or three or four players game with your family. Um, probably to read a book or, or something. Of course, we're, we're focusing in the hobby right now, but, you know, but try to be entertained on these times in the way, you know, we can all help. Sometimes we think like, you know, um, we're fine. I mean, I'm I'm young. I'm on my 30s and my 20s and my 40s and my 50s. I'm fine. This verse doesn't affect me. Well, probably you're right. Probably it won't affect you and probably it will be just like a cold, like a seasonal cold, like the one that you were listening to me on the last episode. Um, but you, we can affect other people. And the important thing is to, you know, <clears throat> protect ourselves and protect the the others like especially especially the little ones the kids and also you know the the elderly and um you know this hobby the the people that we are in this hobby we have one thing in common and one that thing in common is that we are very good people that we are very friendly even if we play solo we are usually very friendly people very nice people very gentle people very uh love sharing people so because of that, I know and I'm pretty sure that you, my friend, that are that is on the other side of the speaker, agree with me with most of the things that I'm saying. And if you agree with me, be sure to pass to share the message. Feel free to share this podcast. Why not? I mean, to more uh, to more gamers outside, but even probably for people that they don't play board games, and you know they also gonna be on their houses for. I don't know, a week or two weeks or three weeks or it could be more. In that way, they, this could be a, probably a way that they can find out about the the the, the hobby and and they can jump in in a time where they need to be entertained at their at their houses and doing a more uh, healthier hobby, I guess. And in a way, you know, try to exercise their mind, going in adventures with also with the family. So I don't know if you agree with me and you feel like this is the this is a good call one day. Please share the, the, the podcast. And if you don't want to share the podcast, that's fine. You know, as long as you you share the message, if you agree with me that we need to take care of each other. And that's what I wanted to say. That's why I wanted to start this episode. Um, weeks ago, I thought this was, you know, like a, some news, like common news, I guess. But this is just growing and growing and it's affecting everybody. Also in the industry, it can affect a lot. Um you know, conventions has been have been canceled all around the world. Uh, Origins is at certain risk still. Gen Con, the biggest one, also Essen. We don't know. We don't know where it's where this is gonna take us. Uh, all that we know is that we need to be prepared and that we need to share that with others and to support the industry as well. This is the time probably that you want to support the companies the most trying to buy their games online. And most of the companies are being supportive as well, like Gambling Games, which, by the way, I say hi to my friend Sam uh, Aho from Gambling Games and to all the amazing people from Gambling, the creators of the Tiny Epic Universe, for example. They are doing free shipping right now if you get some of their games. Uh, here, at least in Indianapolis, some of the gaming stores like Game Preserve, Family Time Games, Moonshot Games, they're offering discounts or they offering to deliver their games to to your doors or things like that. You know, that's that's very good. I'm pretty sure a lot of bo- board game stores around the globe, they're doing the same. And if not, well, like I said, probably it's a good time to support the industry because uh, the publishers and the companies, especially the independent ones, are at risk. 
Uh, not too long ago, I was listening to uh, uh, <clears throat> a YouTube video, more like a blog from Ignacy Trashevich, uh, the uh, the owner and CEO in the pop from the Polisher Portal games, more famous known by their games of like Robinson Crusoe, First Martians, uh, Detective, a modern board game, uh, you know, you know Portal games, right? So um, he was talking about it about how the industry it's a certain risk, especially for little publisher companies like like Portal games because. You're, they're missing all the conventions where it was big part where they get their money, their profits, and, you know, it's affecting them. I was trying to talk today about the whole situation also that is going out, that is going on with Simon or Come On or Kumuni or not with the most recent Kickstarter, um, the Marvel one. Um, what is it called? <laughs> I forgot the, you know which one I'm talking about, the one that they did an alliance with the Spin Masters games as well because it's a lot of issues going on with the Kickstarters. Uh, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because I think this is the time that we need to focus on the positive um, because the whole situation that is going on. There's going to be a time probably for next episode, depends on how the pledge manager with Simon Games evolve. We can talk about it. Uh, but in the meantime, I think it's just better to leave it on one side and once again support, um, not particularly Simon if, if you don't want to or if you want to, that's fine, but support the publishers, the companies, the designers, uh, getting their games in that way this industry can survive most of them can survive through this year which it seems like it's going to be a hard very hard year for for everybody and also not only in health also and economically speaking and and in many 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 things um so anyway i already speak probably close to 10 minutes about it and now let's let's go with the fun part, right? This is Solo BG Podcast, and we're here to talk about board games, and that's what we're going to do. Talk about board games. And for tonight, for this episode number 58, we have a uh, very dark one, actually. We're going to talk about Escape the Dark Castle, the game of atmospheric adventure. We're going to want to talk about the game. I just got this game recently. I happened to play a few times already. I'm going to share you my thoughts. I'm going to do the audio unboxing for you. I'm going to tell you how the boxing cover looks, the gameplay, everything. And like always, we're going to have fun. And let's start with the show because also I'm going to tell you what I have been playing, how my 10 by 10 challenge is going. And yeah, I'm going to share a lot of things to, with you. So let's start like always in three, two, one. Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Okay, so now we are ready with the show, ready to start with what we want, which is board games. And this game that we're going to talk about once again, which is Escape the Dark Castle, it's a game that you can play solo, that's right, it's a solo board game, but also you can play with up to four players, or even more, because there's expansion, so uh, you can add more characters, and you know, if you want to make it more players, why not? But anyway, before we jump with the game, let me tell you, let me share with you what I've been playing recently in this last week. First of all, on Monday, I was playing Castles of Burgundy. Uh, designed by Stephen Felf, Stephen Felf, I hope I pronounced it correctly, and published by Ravensburger. This is, I don't know exactly the name, Let's we can check about it and I will, I will tell you later on the show. Um, but of course, Castles of Burgundy is, 
you know, on the top, on the top of the board game geek list. And it's actually my wife, uh, one of my wife's favorite games. And she really enjoyed when we played Castles of Burgundy. I don't have the new version. I have the old one, uh, which honestly looks ugly on the board because the, I mean, the game, the, the mechanics are great, you know, and the rolling die and, and placing those die to do different things and get different castles, you know, tiles and all the stuff and be building your, your kingdom and all the stuff. That's pretty cool. And how you're making points uh, each round and how you, uh, the sooner that you start to build your castles and start to fulfill certain regions, the more victory points that you're going to get. All that, it's amazing. It's fun. It's, it's mechanically speaking, it, it's awesome. But the, um, it looks awful on, on the table. And you can feel that that's an old game because of the art. Now, with the new version, uh, which I haven't played, it looks beautiful, very colorful, a completely different atmosphere that it gives you, I guess, because of the how it looks on table. And also, you can get it online with the app. Is that your, is that your thing? You can play it online instead of bringing it to a table. Me, personally... I don't have too many uh, app games, app driven. I mean, I'm sorry, app driven games. No, I do have like Manchester Madness, and they're great. No, app games. I don't have too many because I prefer to spend those 15, 20 minutes of the setting up and just play the game. But I also understand that sometimes, you know, with kids and and their daily things, I mean, it's hard to, you know, to find the time, and sometimes it's easier on the app. But anyway, however it is, I mean, Cats of Burgundy is a great game. Um, you know, one of my favorites too. Um, probably not my on my top ten, but I definitely it's on on my favorites. I really enjoy it, not as much as my wife, but we got to play Castles of Burgundy two times actually on Sunday and Monday. And whenever she told me to bring it to a table, I will never say no, and I will bring it to a table in order to roll some dice. You know, because literally you roll two dice <laughs> if you're the second player. If you're the first player, you're gonna roll what three dice. And then you're going to start to do your actions uh, in that way you can build your uh, region around the castles of Burgundy. Also, I got another game that I didn't own before. And actually, this game it was sold to me by one of my good friends. He gave me a special prize, Richie Buckley, which I say hi to Richie. Uh, he uh, got me a copy of Brook City by Adam and Brady Sadler. Uh, you know, they, the same designers uh, from Blacklist Game Publishers. And they are the ones in charge, or the ones that they design, um, you know, Street Masters, Brook City, Alt Alter Quest, now soon to hopefully be delivered to all the backers. Um, also, they uh, they just uh, finished a very successful Kickstarter, Hour of Need, which is in Let Pledge right now. So you know who I'm talking about. And they have been on the show before. But I had to play Brook City. And Brook City, for me, in my opinion, I like it a little bit better. Um, it's very different, but a little bit better than Street Masters. Why? Because I feel like Brook City is one of those few very uh, full cooperative games that even if you want to alpha player it, I guess, if you want to put somebody that is an alpha player... It, it won't be possible with Brook City because Brook City, it has too many things going on at the same time that it's very hard that somebody's going to be doing playing the role of an, as an alpha player versus that game that literally is going to push you to play fully cooperative, but everybody doing their own stuff, everybody worrying with their with their own stuff and trying to solve crimes, and then you need to go to the other part of the city to get a uh, to fight a crime or things like that. So there's it's too much going on. It's a fantastic game. The theme, if you like cops and, and you know, detectives, kind of like a 
I say cops, but if you like like Lethal Weapon, like the movies from Mel Gibson, of course. If you like uh, um, Beverly Hills Cops, of course, with Eddie Murphy. If you like those sort of movies, uh, The Naked Gun, well, then you will enjoy this game. Or if you like shows like Law and Order and things like that, this game is for you, definitely. My, for example, my wife, she's a huge fan of the Law and Order and all crime shows and all the stuff. Uh, and the game is perfectly, perfectly on, on her, on her, you know, uh, scope of cup of tea, I guess, let's call it, right? Because the theme is great. So I played Brook City and I'm looking forward to play it more and to record an audio uh, podcast for them, probably an interview with the Sally Brothers. I would love to have them and talk about the game as well, because I know the game will be very soon available online. Uh, also, if you want to check out a video about the game, once you're done, check out Notboard Gaming, because... Uh, Mark from Notboard Gaming did an uh, episode about it, and he basically showed you the whole game and everything. So check it out also as well. Um, I also play, this is a surprise, but I play it, I enjoy it, and I will tell you why. I play uh, Betrayed and House on the on the Hill. Now probably you're thinking like, wow, Derek, dude, that's an old one. I mean, what are you doing playing Betrayed on the House on the Hill? I know that game can go very bad or it can be fun. I know that, but my friend Robert Rooney, which I say hi, he uh, designed uh, new characters for the base game. So what he did, he took characters from Scooby-Doo. I mean, who doesn't love Scooby-Doo? Come on, everybody loves Scooby-Doo. And he made the characters of Scooby-Doo, including Scrappy, which I hate Scrappy, but Scrappy was there. Uh, And you got to play the game, the base game, same event, same everything, but with the characters from Scooby-Doo. It was so fun. And then how the game evolved, the the chapter that we got to play, the hunt that we got to play, it was also fun. It was also thematic. It was about a bomb. I don't want to spoil it too much in case you play again, but it was like kind of a bomb thing and a demonologist, I guess. And it was fun. It was fun. And the good guys, we won, of course. I was playing with Scooby and I saved the day. I, I defeat the, the bad guy and I save everybody else. And, you know, we had a blast and that was house on the... Uh, Betrayal of the House on the Hill, but the Scooby-Doo fan-made version. I post a picture about it uh, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, Solo BG Podcast, and a lot of people were like, oh my God, that's so good. This is going to be the new game from Avalon Hill. Oh, too bad it doesn't come with miniatures only standees. And I told everybody, hey, this looks great, but this is a fan-made. The one that is going to be released officially from Avalon Hill, which I think is going to be $35 or something like that, that one apparently will include miniatures. I hope they include miniatures. So stay tuned to that. So anyway, in case you see the pictures on the social media, it's not the official game. It's a fan made, but still, we had a blast. I also play Aftermath. Aftermath by the designer, the very talented designer, Jerry Hawthorne, also the designer of Mice and Mystics, and published by Plate Hat Games, which not anymore. Um, You know, now I think it's going to be Cryptozoic. I'm not sure, but I think it's how it's going to be, you know, but Aftermath, because Plate Hat Games recently moved out or separate from Asmodee, and now they're going to be back to being an independent publisher, which, by the way, go and support them and get your games, because we just talked about that in the intro. Aftermath, an adventure book game, it's, it's... It's an Aftermath, that's all I can say. I don't want to spoil you because I'm preparing my episode about it. But I play Aftermath. And if you like very immersive stories, if you like fun stories, if you like adventurous stories, and if you like to kind of role play a little bit when you're playing a game, man, or friend, or girl, (laughs) 
check out this game after Madden. I will have the episode very soon in that way we can talk about it. I also play Escape the Dark Castle, of course, because it's the episode that we have tonight. Of course, I played the game many, many, many times in the way I could be ready for the episode. And I play one of my favorite worker play. Well, no, it's not a worker play, sorry. I would say that it's my favorite sandbox game that it's out there. And of course, I'm talking about Western Legends by Colossal Games. I play Western Legends again. It's always a blast. It's always fun. It doesn't matter if you lose or win because basically the fun part coming for being either a good guy, a marshal on the marshal track, or being a bad guy on the wanted track and being in the old west and, you know, being all, sorry for the expression, but all badass. And, you know, either you can go and duel somebody else or you can go and arrest them if you're a good guy or you can go uh, and, you know, put them in jail. You can bring the sheriff to them. You can go and, and steal the cattle from some farm, I guess, and bring it to the other one. In that way, you can sell the cattle over there and get some points. And you can go and, and heist the bank. You can go and play poker. You can go to the cabaret and have fun, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you can go to the doctor to heal your wounds. You can do many, many, many things. I'm looking forward to get the expansion anti up in that way. Oh, actually, you can play poker, which I love playing poker. You can play poker in the game. And the expansion anti up, it adds more, uh, more. I think, another town and some the train, I think, that you can travel on the train. So good, because in the game, you can go to the... With the base game, you can go to the mines to work and get gold and money. Uh, it's, so, it's so many things that you can do. Such a fantastic game uh, from Colossal Games. Uh, and, you know, I also play that one. Having fun a lot. News before we jump with the Dark Castle. Um... I'm gonna, the next episode is gonna be Excavation Earth. Excavation Earth is gonna be a Kickstarter that is gonna be released very soon on April 6th, I believe. So next episode is gonna be about it. So stay tuned in that way before you back, you can check it out. Uh, Excavation Earth, and of course, is designed by my good friend David Tersey, which is always, 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 every time that you see a game with his name, it's always a guarantee. That's all I'm gonna say. David Jersey, and it's published by Mighty Boards Games. So it's going to be the next episode. Stay tuned. Also, I'm going to talk in a few episodes about Lock Up, Lock Up, a role player tale, because Thunderworks Games, um, they just sent me a copy to review that game as well. So we're going to play the game, review it, and talk about it also in the few episodes coming up. So that's what I've been playing. Those are the episodes that are coming. And now let's stick to the present and let's try to attend to attempt to escape the dark castle. Let's go with the box and cover. Box and cover. Okay, so now we are with the box and cover section of the show. And once again, this is Escape the Dark Castle, the game of atmospheric adventure. And the cover is the castle is black and white. Now, here's a lot of controversy because, you know, some people, um, the art of the game, and we're going to talk about it towards the end, some people didn't like the art of the game because I will spoil you right now, the art is black and white. So on the main box, the, on the main cover, I'm sorry, you will have the castles, as you can see some birds going on. The castle, the castle looks like very uh, Nosferatu-ish, kind of Dracula from Bram Stoker, you know, that kind of, of, of castles, or more like also, I guess, like the... Like The Witcher, you know, if you watch the show The Witcher, kind of those castles that you can see there in, in top of a hill, and then it seems like the moon in the, in, the, in the dark night, the moon is below, or behind, I'm sorry, the castle, and it's trying to, it, by the cover, it's trying to get you in that atmosphere of danger and, and sort of horror and perils that you will try to, to, to fight in that way you can escape from the castle. So 
the the, I, uh, the cover I think it suits uh, you know the theme of the game and then on the sides it also says Escape from the Dark Castle by theme by Themeborn that's the publisher uh, and you have the name on every side of the box then on the on the back of the box it tells you Escape the Dark Castle a game of atmospheric adventure of course it tells you the components what you what you're gonna find up inside the game that of course we're gonna talk about it on our next section and it says after years of wrong of wrongful, wrongful I'm sorry for my English man after years of wrongful incarceration you finally break free of yourself, of course. Now you face danger at every turn on a desperate quest to escape. Escape the Dark Castle is a simple fantasy adventure game with a focus on atmosphere, storytelling, and player cooperation. Perfect for newcomers to tabletop gaming. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> and players take their walls of prisoners and must work together using dice and item cards to overcome castles, many horror traps, and challenges. Can you escape the dark? It asks you. And once again, it's published by Themeborn. And it tells you the game uh, features of the game, which one of the features or the features that they told you on the box is that it's simple rules, that it's easy to learn, that it's social, that it's cooperative gameplay, that it takes two minutes for the setup, that it's rich, atmospheric, uh, that it's a choose your path to freedom or basically choose your own adventure and a different castle every time, that it plays 30 minutes. Uh, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. And that it could be one to four players, and that is 14 year old plus. And also, it shows you like a layout of the game of how it's gonna be. Now, now that I told you, by the way, the size of the box it's um, smaller than the 12 by 12 standard box. So it's a little bit smaller, not a small box, but you know, a little bit smaller. Probably I would say like probably a 10 by 10 kind of. Yeah, probably a 10 by 10. Um, so now that we talk about the boxing cover, let's see, let's see what we find inside the box in our next section inside the box, of course. Inside the box. Okay, so now we are inside the box. Let's let's jump inside the box section. Which, by the way, if this is your first time, this is what I'm trying to do or to give you the audio unboxing. In case you're not able to watch a video, well, you can enjoy the audio unboxing with me and we can open the game together and discover what we find inside. So, like always, I love to do this. Oh my God, you know it. And I'm moving every component inside, which is a bunch of dice but in that way you can hear that I have the box with me. So let's open the box and give me one second here with the mic. I always struggle because I have one hand with in the mic and I usually record standing, not like probably I should like sitting. I should record standing, but anyway, I already got it opening. Now the first thing that you're gonna find is the rule book, Escape the Dark Castle. And the rule book, well, pretty simple. Uh, I'm moving the pages right now, probably you can hear. It's a 12 double side rule book that it gives you all the instructions that you need to play the game, all the setting up, the different characters that you can have, uh, you know, what you're gonna do playing the game, the combat during the game, the cards, the items, and then at the back, it also shows you how you're gonna play it solo, what you need to do, and it shows you a little bit of catalog, and it tells you the adventure continues at themeborn.com uh, for the expansions and all the stuff, if you wanna get the looks editions and things like that. By the way, what I'm reviewing right now, is um, <clears throat> the I'm gonna review the base game and I'm gonna talk a little bit about the first expansion that I have, which is the adventure pack number one, called of the Dead Knight. So that's it. I'm not gonna talk about the upgraded version or neoprint mat or anything like that, unless our friends from from the publisher of the Dark Castle they send us well, unless uh, Themeborn they like to send us the, the expansions and the and the math and everything else we can talk about it as well another episode anyway <clears throat> the components that you're gonna get on the base game 
what you're gonna get on the base game is pretty much what you need to play the game you will get 45 big 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 chapter cards uh you will get nine chapter dice six character dice and of course six character cards every every one of them with their own um you know i guess stats that you're gonna use in order to to uh, try to escape the castle you get the star card which it has the same picture as the cover of the game uh you get three different boss cards that you gonna put well, i will tell you when it's, i tell you how to play but that you're gonna use in order to win the game you get one score pad four uh small pencils you also get 35 item cards and their rule book now uh, with the expansion, the Escape the Dark Castle Adventure Pack Number One, Cold of the Dead King of the Dead Knight. I'm sorry, you will get the rule book as well, and it explains you how you know the new rules, which basically there are not too many, just a, a few tweaks there. The new rules, and it's gonna include you three character cards, three extra character cards, another 15 chapter cards to add more replayability, uh, three character dice, of course, for the characters. One cold die and five curse cards. Of course, this is the, the new thing, the cold die and the curse cards. And one boss card as well. So that's what you get with the expansion, just a little bit more features for the base game. So now that we talk about what is inside the box, let's jump to the section where I tell you how the game plays, uh, you know, how you do it, how to set it up very briefly, and what is about Escape the Dark, the Dark Castle, a game of atmospheric adventure. Gameplay. It's funny because I always think like it's like play ball. Anyway, after you hear this atmospheric music and like very immersive, we are ready to jump in the dark castle. Why not? Let's try to escape, my friends. So in order to play the dark castle, it's very, very, very simple. And once again, we're going to talk about the, the base game here. And then, you know, I'm going to explain you a little bit the difference with the expansion, at least the number one that I have here. So... You're going to have the chapter cards and you're going to shuffle them, all of them, very shuffle, very shuffle, very good shuffle. You're going to take the three boss, that's what you're going to set up apart. And those, uh, from those 45 chapters, you're going to only select 15 face down, right? Of course, you don't see what it is, you don't see the order, you don't know anything. And then from the three bosses, you're going to shuffle those three bosses and get one on the bottom. In that way, you don't know which boss you're going to fight at the end. Then you're going to start to choose your characters. If you're playing with four players, well, very basic. Every character will choose their character and their die character or the character or the die for the character. Now, every character will have different um, different abilities and at different levels. For example, you know, like one of the strongest characters uh, is probably will be Smith and the cook because they will be they will have four uh four level on might, right? They will have then three level on wisdom, let's say, and one level on cunning. And that level basically means um, the chances of you getting those results 
when you're rolling their die. For example, with that being said, a character that has a very high a very high might level or strength level, he's gonna be better for that kind of combat because his die, his or her die, are gonna get more is gonna get more chances of getting those results. And the same for cunning and the same for wisdom. So if you're playing with four players, well, you're gonna choose characters and try to keep it balanced. If you're playing with three players as well, if you're playing solo, you will choose two characters, uh, but you also want to try to keep it balanced in the way you can uh, you can uh, defeat all the perils and the enemies that you will be fighting as you're trying to escape. And after that, you're gonna set the health points. So for one or two uh, players, you're gonna they each gonna get 18 health points. Three player, 14 health points each, and four players, 12 health uh, points each. And that's because the more players that it is, is probably the higher chances that you have to escape the castle. Now, um, how you're gonna play is very basic. You're gonna start to to basically play the game. That's the setup, that's all you need to do. You're gonna turn the first page or the first uh, cover because after you put the 15 chapter char character, the first, the 15 chapter cards with the boss card at the bottom, then you're gonna put the top that is always gonna be the same, the top card that is gonna show the cover of the, of the game. Then you're gonna flip that went back and he's going to tell you a story. I'm not going to spoil you, but I'm, he's going to tell you a story about what's going on, right? Like, why you're doing, what are you doing there in the castle and, and what's going on, basically, because I don't want to spoil. Then after you read that, you will turn the next one, the next card. So the, the, the follower, the following ones, they're always, you know, face down. You don't know what's coming. And he's going to tell you another story. He's going to continue the story. And you can either be like a monster that you're going to fight, a zombie that you're going to fight, or a or a something, a spider, whatever, fantasy, dark fantasy-ish thing that you're going to fight, or, or choices, or or different perils, or traps, and and basically all the things are going to be decisions that the group has to make in order to, to you know, do whatever it tells you the card, or sometimes they ask you to roll the dice. Um, for example, one of the things that I enjoy, I think it's not a spoiler too much, uh, you know, I was in a situation where, um, I had to go through a, a small passage and it was like a knife or what is it called? Like a big axe swinging from the roof and trying to, you know, block the the, the way for us, the hallway. So we had to roll. Uh, you would choose one chapter die and your character die and you will roll it three times. And every time that you got the same symbol result on both, it means that the, the axe hits you and you will lose health points. So, for example, things like that, I like it a lot because it was very clever. So anyway, this, just to throw you an example of how the things that you can face. Um, and you, you will be doing that, basically. Also, every time that you that you succeed in a combat, uh, you will get an item card. And the item card, at the time that you get it, uh, you can uh, put it in any character that you want. It could, it, even if I draw, it doesn't need to. That it doesn't mean that it's going to be me who gets the item. We can decide all as a group, and I can give the item to you, let's say, because you need it. Another important thing and very thematic thing with the game is that all the players can only hold two items at a time, and even some of the items that they will help you to uh, go through the game they are meant to be two-handed so that means that you can only have one item and things like that now the difference is that if you're playing solo you have two characters and well basically you're gonna des decide where the item goes um <clears throat> another thing another another thing to play the game also is that uh the players are gonna take turn on the player that is turning the page of the of the adventure and also reading aloud but it's not it's not only for reading and give the different perspective of narration and that way everybody can be involved. No, it's also because some perils and some cards 
are going to say literally like, you have to decide, or he will say something like, you read this part for you and then you ask or things like that, right? Like I said, I'm throwing just different examples because probably they're there, probably they're not because I will, tell, I will talk about a replay within a little bit. But just to, to tell you, I mean, or give you an idea how it is. And sometimes he will say, you will lose two health points in order to for the group to keep going, let's say, right? Things like that. So that's why everybody takes around reading the, taking, reading the chapters. Now, you're playing solo. Uh, it tells you that you will choose two characters, but to treat each character as a player. So in that way, also for combat purposes, but also for the reading purposes, in that way, you will, once it's a character turn, you're reading, of course, the chapter. You're the only one, but you will know which character it will affect. Now, talking about combat, it's also kind of clever because uh, when, a, when a bad guy shows up, I don't, I don't want to say monster or anything because I don't want to spoil you, but when a bad guy shows up, or an enemy shows up, they're going to have a, <clears throat> a symbols that you need to match with your die in order to wound them. But also it's going to tell you how many extra dice that uh, monster is going to, enemy is going to get according to the number of players. So if you're playing three players, it's going to give you an roll three extra die for that enemy. And it will be more symbols that you need to match in order to defeat. Since you're playing solo or or with two characters, well, then you, you because you're treating them as a players, you're going to roll those two dice to give it that enemy a little bit more strength and symbol. So that's why I was telling you at the beginning that it's, it's very wise to choose balanced players in that way you can have more chances to keep advancing. And you're gonna play like that, you know, trying to defeat pearls, trying to defeat enemies, going through different options, different things, through the whole 15 cards if you make it alive, and then you're gonna try to defeat the final boss, and if you defeat the final boss, well, you escape the castle, you escape the dark castle. If you don't, well, you died and that's it. Um, the, the with the score pad, you basically is gonna you're gonna write down with the pencil 18 points if you're playing solo for uh, the two characters each 18 and 18. If you're playing more, well, you're gonna split in those health points, like I said. Um, and then every time that you're hitting, you will erase or or write on top or something. And that way you can keep track of your health. And that way, if you win, well, you will know the score that everybody everybody got when they um when they won. Also, when you're rolling your dice, there's, you can trigger a shield with your results, with that basically will block you, because if you don't defeat the enemy after everybody rolls their dice, then the enemy will attack everybody, making some damage. But if you roll also the shield, you can protect yourself. If you kill the enemy, well, they don't attack, of course. Um, you can <clears throat> also, one character can rest to try to heal points and things like that. It's, it's, it's thematic in that aspect. Now, how do you win or lose the game? Well, like I said, you win if you successfully escape the castle, and basically you lose if you know your character, your character dies uh, on the game. Uh, and that's basically it. That's how you play Escape the Dark Castle, uh, the game of atmospheric adventure. Now that I told you how it plays, oh, before we <laughs> before we went, sorry, sorry, I just saw here the rulebook. What are you gonna do with the expansion? The expansion. Adds more are uh, more cards like I mentioned at the, at the when we went inside the box for replayability, more chapter cards that you can shuffle with the base game chapter cards, and also more item cards that you shuffle with the item decks. And you will have a curse die, so when you draw an item, that it will triggers it will it will literally be a curse that is going to be on you, and you will have to roll the die and it depends on whether your results of rolling the die is going to trigger certain things. So I don't want to spoil you too much, but that's the the add-on that it adds to the game and more characters. So now that we talk about basically and briefly of how the game plays, which once again, it's without spoiling you, 
Let me tell you what I think about this game and if I rather play this game solo or cooperative. Solo or cooperative. Okay, so now now we are in my favorite section of the show, which is if I if I tell when I tell you if I rather play this game solo or cooperative, and also I tell you what do I think about the game and all that stuff. So once again, the Dark Castle, Escape the Dark Castle, the game of atmospheric adventure, and it is indeed a game that you know it's gonna give you that atmospheric adventure. Um, and it is thematic, of course, and that's a good thing as well. Um, the gameplay is very simple. Like I mentioned, you in the gameplay section is very simple. You're just trying to, you know, you read the narration of the text, whatever is going on. You decide what to do. You roll dice. Uh, if you kill the guy, you keep advancing. If you if you don't kill, they attack, and then you roll again. And trying to balance that part of when it's good to rest, and that way you can heal yourself up and things like that. Um, in the game, you're gonna die a lot, <laughs> which I like in games. You you know you're gonna die a lot because it's 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 it can be very lucky driven and that's another thing of the game because it just it just depends on the shuffling a lot like you can get kind of easy chapters at the beginning which it will help you in the way you're not very uh with a lot of damage towards the end but also it can start with the very hard challenge at the beginning that they can kill you after two or three chapters on the box it says 30 minutes time and i completely agree it's a 30 minute game uh even if you win if you lose, it's going to be probably be a five minute or so. You can play art up to four players. I I can see how this game you can play even with more people if you have the expansions with more characters. Of course, I mean, the more people, the easier the game can be, but probably you can mix more chapter cards in that way. You can do your own variant for more people if that's what you like. But honestly, I think um, with... Um, you know, with the people that it comes in the box instructed for, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, the art. We talk about the art on the beginning of the game. The art of the game, it's everything is black and white. Everything. All the game is black and white. And it has like a very, um, I would call it antique, kind of like antique uh, uh, D&D, like, or beginnings of D&D art, kind of like in black and white art. Uh, for some people... You know, it's kind of weird. And especially the characters. They look like the main characters. They look kind of creepy. You know? <laughs> I mean, they don't look like like heroes. I mean, definitely no. They look more like, like creepy. Like, we have the Smith guy. He's probably one of the normal guys because he's wearing like a hat and, you know, like a normal hair from a, kind of like an 80s hair or 70s hair. Uh, but then you have a Miller, which is like, I don't know, like with like mushroom, like a mushroom type haircut, I guess. <laughs> he's like a, like a priest or something. And he he just looking at you and he has a scar on his on his uh, forehead and he's looking at you like like saying like dude why are you looking at me um, he's weird and then Taylor um, she's also very weird it's like an old lady like a witch or something and all her her clothes are like like scarred already and then you have Mason he's he's the creepy one he's like the he's he looks like the guy you know with a beard and he's just looking at you from from higher to bottom and be like like. What do you want with me or something? <laughs> I mean, they they all look creepy. The bishop looks creepy. Um, the hunter, hunter looks look. Hunter looks okay. Hunter looks like a you know like a character that you can play with. You know, it's like a probably he was the the paladin or something. And 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 I mean, yeah, he looks more normal. <laughs> Tanner, well, also creepy. Abbott, creepy. Um, the cook, 
very unhappy. So the characters, I mean, I'm not a fan of the of the of the art for the main characters, honestly. And but I mean, if if just be mindful of that. I personally didn't like the the art on the on the characters, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of pictures around on the websites and things like that. Um, but you know, that's that's one thing that I didn't enjoy too much about the game. Now the art on the chapters. It's 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 good. I like the art on the chapters. They are on the the characters know so much. The art on the box, I like the art on the box. I think it looks fantastic. I I think it's it's, uh, it's what it's supposed to be for this game. Uh, now, once again, keep in mind that this game is kind of like a choose your or it's better said uh, choose your own adventure game. And with that being said, you probably want to get that nostalgic. Um, atmosphere that you're playing kind of like an old game but a good old game so with that being said the art kind of suits that part in the aspect of being black and white if you want colors and colorful and you know, this is not like for you no this is more like a serious I guess that's what we're trying to do that's what they were trying to do I'm sorry when they designed the game like a more serious way and more like taking seriously the, 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 the art of the game and kind of like a you know, put you in that situation. So that's another thing. The art, I didn't like the characters, once again, but the chapters are okay. And the box, I love the art on the box. I think it's fantastic. The mechanics of the game, very simple. Very, very, very simple. Like I mentioned, rolling dice, doing this. Rolling dice, doing that. Making a choice. I want to go, I want to do this or do that and, you know, suffer the consequences or get the benefits. And the items also like very simple art on the items, literally like an apple. It looks like a, like a 12 year old or even less. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can draw an apple like the one from the game. Uh, I mean, it's just very simple. Um, so yeah, that's what you're going to get. Um, like I said, the gameplay, it, it feels fun. I feels immersive. I like it. Um, you know, I, when I was playing the game, I played it uh, two players, I played it three players, and I played it by myself. Um, when I was playing the game, you can definitely feel the immersiveness. When you're playing multiplayer, everybody, you know, enjoys because they're reading and putting their part to the game and making decisions. Um, so that's basically it. If you ask me, Derek, how, what is, the, what is the, the best way for you that you will think you would prefer this game to play, either solo or cooperative? I will tell you that... Definitely, definitely, I think it's more like a solo game. I definitely, um, I, I feel like this game was meant to be solo, um, and they probably just add them more players just to add, you know, that part of it, like everybody's reading and everybody's involved. But definitely it's more challenging solo, and I enjoy it more solo, you know, putting music on the background and just reading for me and all the stuff, and I had fun like that. So definitely this game for me plays better solo than cooperative, but I mean... It doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy cooperative, and I'm willing to play more cooperative, but, uh, you know, it's just that I prefer playing it solo. Now, the other thing, the replayability of the game. I feel like with the with the base game only, base game only, after you play um, probably five times, you will be able to see all the cards. Right, you will you will be able to see all the cards. Of course, you never know the order, and that's the randomness on the game, uh, because you're shuffling. But you will know the cards. Uh, I also uh, think with the three bosses in the game, there's high chances that you're gonna see them all. Right? Uh, if you're successful, of course, you can die very quick, like I mentioned to you. 
Um, so that's the thing. That's there. Now with the expansion, with the expansion, it really adds more replayability. You're getting more cards, so you shuffle more, and then you can expand that replayability. But once again, I mean, this is literally like a like a book. So if you read a book and you have fun and you want to read it again, that it could be a little bit different this time. Like a choose your own adventure type old books. This is this is the replayability that you're gonna get on the game. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel like if I compare it to the Choose Your Own Adventure House of Danger game um, <clears throat> from Seaman, definitely I think that this one it's better and it has more replayability. Like if you put me to choose between those two, which one which one I want to buy, I will go with uh, Escape the Dark Castle because it has more replayability and I like the mechanics a little bit better. Um, with the first expansion, of course, I recommend you to get the first expansion. I'm looking forward now to get more expansions of the game because I mean I think I think it's worth it for the replayability as well because um, you know it adds that part and it can help you to enjoy the game a little bit more now if I tell you before I tell you my thoughts I'm gonna share with you the ratings from board game geek which I'm trying to do with all the games now that I'm reviewing uh, so Escape the Dark Castle, the base game, it has a rank overall of a thousand and three hundred and sixteen uh, people that has you know had rated the game, um, <clears throat> and it has a seven point seven rating from zero to ten on the Board Game Geek. It was released in two thousand seventeen, uh, and it's the weight or the complexity weight they're giving the game a one point three out of five. I will give it probably a one out of five because. Um, the the complexity is not complex at all. It's basically you're setting you're setting up the game, and you're already playing, so it's not complex at all. Um, it's designed by Alex Crispin, Thomas Pike, and James Sheldon, and the artist was Alex Crispin, which is one of the same designers as well, and it's published by it's published by Team uh, Born Games. Now, where you can get the game? Well, before I tell you that, let me tell you what I think. My ratings now. I think for this game, I will um, I will give it from zero to five, where zero is where you hate it, and five is where you love it. For me, it's a three. It's a solid three game. Um, once again, I impl- I enjoy it solo. It's a quick game, solo game. Choose your own adventure. I like choose your own adventure games. There are not my favorite solo games, but if I'm gonna play a choose your own adventure game. This will probably be it, the the skip of the dark castle. But if I put it uh, to compete with board games, which of course that's what the ideal, uh, I I think this this game is a solid three out of five. You know, it, it stands good on the table. It's a good solo. You can play cooperative, but the art on the characters, man, I'm telling you, the art on the characters. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not for me. I don't like it. They look creepy. I want my heroes and my characters to look. I I get it like realistic but not creepy. So uh you know that's uh that's my opinion anyway. It could be very subjective, you know, these things. But um yeah, I give this game a three. Have fun. I'm looking forward to play more, looking forward to get more expansions. And and if this is your thing, choose your own if you like choose your own adventures if you like choose your own adventures games or adventures, <laughs> then uh, I recommend you this game, Escape the Dark Castle recommend you to check it out uh where you can get the game you will you could be asking right now well we were talking about earlier about supporting the the publishers and the gamers and the designers so you can get this game directly from themeborn.com 
and Escape the Dark Castle is £29.99, which is um, you know, not bad. It's, 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 it's not bad for the game. And every expansion, like Adventure Pack 1, which is the Cold of the Dead Knight, Adventure Pack 2, which is the Scourge of the Undead Queen, the Pack 3, the Blight of the Black Lord, the Collector's Box, and all the stuff, you can find it on the website. The expansions are £14.99. Um, the box is 19.99. You can get Tales from the Dark, which is more adventures from 9.99. You can get a Kickstarter upgrade kit. Um, that one is supposed to be on June 2020 at five pounds. And different things, different things. The Prisoner played mad. If you want to get that one, well, that's for 99 pounds. It's not bad, not bad. Um, so you can get all these on themeborn.com. And anyway, <clears throat> that was my review for. Escape the Dark Castle, the game of atmospheric adventure. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, once again, I hope if you like choose your own adventure game, of, I, I hope you can check it out. And if you enjoy it, and if you if you think this is a game for you, please, please, please uh, put it on the comments below this uh, this post where you probably the post on Facebook or on Instagram or Twitter when I announced the game that the, that the episode was on air, you can also uh, put your comments on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, put your comment there and tell me like, Derek, and uh, now I want to try the game. Derek, uh, I played the game. I didn't like it. Derek, I recommend you this game or whatever you want to put on iTunes, uh, on, on, of course, on the comment section. Uh, Spotify doesn't have a comment section, but iVox, for example, which is I-V-O-O-X, if you listen to the episodes over there, you can put the comments as well over there, and I will reply to you as soon as possible. You can also send me a comment to solobgpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at solobgpodcast, and I'm very active over there. Now that we are finishing talking about the game, I want to say hi to my friends that they were very active in social media and that they were, um, you know, uh, commenting when I post actually today today it's march uh 16 i hope i'm right let me see <laughs> i need to check on my phone yeah it's march 16 monday uh where i'm recording this episode and this episode is going on air right now as soon as i'm done uh and i put i post uh three hours ago hello friends today we record a new episode and blah 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 blah, blah. and um i asked for everybody you know if they wanted to comment and i want to say hi to uh giovanni sulfaro or sulfaro he says uh, that he just discovered this podcast and that he's looking forward to turn in or to listen to more episodes. He says, cheers. And I will say cheers to you, my friend, back to Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia, people, take care, please. I, I haven't heard too much about Sydney, like going on with this coronavirus, which is good. Um, but, you know, to my friend Giovanni, hi, my friend. Thanks for listening. Keep up. Keep up the good comments. Keep up the good gaming. And let me know if you are interested in playing this game or your thoughts once again, once you uh, have a chance on this po on the post on the episode. Also to Jaime Robertson or Jamie Robertson, all the way, a big hug, big hug to Chile. He listened from Chichichi, le, 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 from Chile. And, um, you know, my friend, thank you so much for listening. Uh, he says basically in, in English, uh, I will be, uh, you know, I will be paying close attention to listen to the podcast, my friend. That's what he said. Well, thank you. That's excellent. <laughs> thank you, Jaime, for listening and all the best for you, my friend. Also on Instagram, I have another another person that I need to say hi. Give me one second. And I will tell here is, is his uh, name is, or at least in Instagram name, is Steve D12. Steve D12. 
He said, hope everyone is doing okay out there on the board game land. Board games are a great way to spend time home inside. And Steve, you're completely right, my friend. They are the best, one of the best ways to be, to spend the time when you're inside in situations like this. We already talked about it in the beginning of the, of the episode. And, you know, this is probably a good time to share the hobby with everybody. And why not if you can share the podcast? Why not? You tell them, hey, if you're interested in listening a board game podcast with a guy with a weird Mexican accent, <laughs> so listen to Solo BG podcast because, you know, the, he talks about solo board games and cooperative and once in a while about competitive game. Anyway, <clears throat> I wanted to also... Uh, my voice is going now, okay? I wanted to also uh, make a quick note here. And, you know, I I was scrolling to Facebook this morning and I saw a link uh, from Tom Basil. Of course, you know Tom Basil from the Dice Tower, right? Um, I saw a link from Tom Basil where he was saying, you know, that if you wanted to support the Jack Basil uh, Memorial Foundation that you can do it. And I got curious, like, what is the Jack Basil uh, Memorial Foundation, right? So I went and clicked in, and he launched me to a video where he talks about, <clears throat> you know, the, the foundation, basically, and it's uh, a very good foundation with board games where he do, does an action on Board Game Geek, and people can also donate games in order to have those games for action, for auction, I'm sorry, uh, and that way, all the money that is uh, collected, it's in a in a fund, in a foundation, and and that way, uh, Tom Basil receives a lot of applications for people that they are in financial needs, um, and he can he can send the money to help them out. There's a few other steps, of, of course. I'm just trying like very briefly, very very briefly, about what it is about. But that's the Jack Vassell Foundation. And then I found that very touching that Jack Vassell was uh, a beautiful baby boy. Uh, Tom Vassell's son. So, anyway, I want to respect that part. You can check out everything about it on, on the on the website, which is Jack Vassell Foundation, I think, dot com. Or if you Google Jack Vassell Foundation, I'm pretty sure it will come out. Um, so, anyway, if you have time, check it out. I right away I emailed Tom, and I told him that I th I think it was beautiful that I never knew about that that uh, foundation foundation. I'm sorry, and um, I sent him an email and I I share with him my thoughts. He replied to me very kindly, and and you know, I think it's it's worth to share these things, these positive things that are going on right now around the world, especially especially in situations like right now. Um, <clears throat> once again, if you can also share this podcast with somebody else that you think at least can be entertained a little bit, I don't know. Probably they're gonna laugh about my accent, about my voice. Probably. They're gonna find uh, a a subject or a or a theme or, or the, from a game that we're talking about interesting. In that way, you know, it's also another source of entertaining in this in these times where we need to be at home worldwide. Um, also, if you like the show, well, share it. That's also great. And I always appreciate that you listen to this podcast. I also I say a lot of alsos, but I I do want to do more things. I'm not at home because. Once again, I work in the healthcare uh, area, so so far I need to be in the hospital and trying to help out and and different things. Um, but I've been trying to share more content. I've been trying to do. I, I'm going to try to do live streamings on Facebook while I'm playing a game or a quick video on Instagram. I'm just trying to be more active in the social media right now, especially on these times. 
and and that in that way I can be uh, in contact with you, my friend, and in that way we can play games together. I I'm gonna try to do more stuff, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do something special right now, and this is coming right now from my heart and from my mind. I'm inviting you, my friend, on the other side of the speaker, inviting you right now. If you feel alone at home, and if you uh, feel boring at home, and you live by yourself, or probably you live with your family, but you you don't share the hobby with anybody, or you have or you share the hobby with a lot of people, but you just wanna talk, reach out to me through my social medias at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Solo PG Podcast, and I'm happy to talk. I'm happy to talk about games, Kickstarters, things like that. I'm planning to do a Patreon very soon, and um, and in that Patreon, I'm going to include things or perks like, you know, like, uh, you know, a Discord chat. In that way, you can and you, you can see what I'm backing or what I'm into and the stuff like that. Well, um, I'm giving that that uh, offer right now for free, basically, that you can contact me directly and I will talk to you and we will text and we will have fun. And to you, my friend, on the other side, if you want to be in a show, if you want to record a podcast with me, you're more than welcome to do it. We can do it uh, most of the days of these times. Even if I'm busy, I would try to find a, a, a good time that is going to work for us. And we can uh, try to organize and sit together and, and, and you know, try to record via Skype. In, in that way, wherever you are in the world, we can do it. Um, and and we can record the show. I'm planning on recording more episodes this week and release them in that way. There's more content over there in that way. It can help us. It can help you and me to be more entertaining, creating contents and playing games and things like that. So that's my offer to you, my friends. Um, and I do it from my heart. In that way, we can go through get through. We can go through these together, as a gamers, as a human beings, and as a friends, right? Because you're my friend. Because you listen to this show, and uh, you know I like you. I would love for you to consider me your friend. So that's why we're doing this. Once again, the people that are in this this hobby is good people. I have met too many good friends that I call good friends that we hang out together, that I, my wife hang out with their wives through this hobby. So this hobby is beautiful. And if it can help to go through these difficult times, I'm pretty sure it will do. Uh, anyway, that was it. That was episode 58. I hope you enjoyed it. Once again, Solo BG Podcast. Please say hi to me and I will say hi to you in the next episode. You already hear my offers. Uh, once again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Solo BG Podcast. And like always, remember for victory, go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and at the tabletop.